Hi, this is Jim Butcher. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Junk Podcast. Hi, and welcome back to the Sci-Fi FX Podcast. And to the Sci-Fi Junk Podcast. This is a quick follow-up after we finish the Star Wars podcast. I said there was a lot more in the pipeline, and there is. Um, and I have been... Uh, um, called, uh, uh, well, I don't know if you're going to call it called. I was written by um, by Troy, who pointed out that uh, absolutely um, it was a uh, Star Destroyer, I believe is what he said. I'm going to check his email to make sure for the last podcast. And, you know, I think like that, it's a funny thing. As much as I like Star Wars and stuff, sometimes I just can't keep up with all the little names and details and things like that. And it's, it's, a, it's a sad thing. I have problems with names and stuff. Star Destroyer is what he said. So, And um, as I said during the podcast, I thought he'd be laughing about the Kylo Ren. <laughs> he said he was, and I knew he was. And um, so here we are. Um, this week, and he had mentioned a movie that I had seen, oh uh, gosh, I don't even remember when it was, back uh, back the week that it came out, uh, the movie Martian, it was an absolutely fantastic movie, but let me tell you, if you thought the movie was good, the book is even better. I've got this cool habit that I've got, that I picked up, and I don't even know when I picked it up, um, last couple of years sometime, that... I try to read the book before I go see the movie, and sometimes it pays off really big, and sometimes it's a huge disappointment. Um, <clears throat> paying off really big in, in Martian, um, not to discredit the movie in any form or fashion, uh, and there's been a couple of others where you know the books are usually better, they have a lot more detail, it's very easy for a writer to say, you know, and, and then everything blows up and he runs out the back end as flames shoot out. And But, you know, in order to enact that and to put it into a screen, it takes millions and millions of dollars. So it's not quite as easy sometimes to put everything that's in the book. And this is the case that was in Martian. They put so much... A great, wonderful... Uh, movie. It was very enjoyable. Um, I brought my wife with me to see this one, and and she loved it. It, it isn't exactly. I mean, basically, what happens is they send a crew to um, uh, Mars. Something goes wrong, and the crew. There's a big sandstorm that comes up. The crew gets separated. Someone gets injured and whacked in the face with a with a thing. They think he's dead. They get back on their ship and they start heading home. Um, and then it goes into a lot of details about exactly what he does when he wakes up. And um, the one thing that they did in the movie is they depict the, the, the broad story really well. It comes out really well on the big screen. Um, I, I totally, totally um, wasn't really expecting... Uh, it to come out near as good on the big screen as it did. Um, I'm going to look up here um, all the uh, all the actors because there's a, a few things I want to go over there because the casting was so well on this. Um, well, there we go. No, 
And let's see. But the casting was so so well done on this um, that you know I think it's worth going over exactly what happened. And and but but you have um, a, a, enough comedy that enough comedy that you, that, yeah, that that he makes that he can make light of it and, and Matt Damien Matt Damien is the one that, that you want to point out in this one he is fantastic um, in my in, in my estimations probably the best Matt Damien movie I've ever seen I mean this this is really really a good um, it was called a fun movie I think in the email that I received but um, and uh I, I appreciate the uh, suggestion, Troy, because I really I've been to see quite a few um, re- recently, and this one's one of the better ones that I would have hate to have missed. Um, but Matt Damien did, you know, did a fantastic job in every sense of the word, and I mean from making, you know, cutting the jokes of having the right personality to cut the jokes, to, um, you know, at, at, at one point he makes a comment. Well, you know, they're, he's in outer space, and he, they're going to try. The, he's going to try this crazy long shot. Cut a hole in your hand. Use the oxygen squirting out to to shoot to the ship. And you know, someone's like, "Well, it's it's not the it, it's not safe." And he's like, "Yeah, but I want to make sure that I'm the only one that they ever talk about. I want a monument to me, or something along those lines." Um, I think in the book it was described more of I wanted a, a rocky, uh, like a rocky statue in downtown of me, something along those lines. Um, and there was some pieces there in that particular scene where he's being, um, I don't want to go into that too much because that might ruin some of the story, but there's there's several scenes like that that he makes comments like that and you know, he makes jokes about you know I'm 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 officially the first Martian because according to you know um, according to all these different laws, if you did this and if you did that and you do this, then I can stake claim to it and blah 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 blah. And you know he goes and does all these things to claim you know that he's he's uh, you know all this stuff. It was it was really really well. But in the book, it's even done better. I mean, there was several aspects of the book. Where they talked about the the nuclear, um, I don't know what to call it, a reactor or re- nuclear um, matter that they had brought that was for energy that generated heat and that kind of stuff that they used to create energy in their ship and all that kind of stuff, and that when they got there they were supposed to bury it, put a flag, wouldn't accidentally run into it and stuff, and he uses it in several different places. In the book they go into so much more detail about exactly what chemical reactions he had to do this and what chemical reactions he had to do that. And I'm sure if you went back and checked with a chemist, you'd find out that, you know, most of it was probably true. But, um, I will say that there was a lot that happened in the book that it, 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 it wasn't that they didn't do a good job. This is one of those cases where I can honestly say um, it wasn't that they trimmed out so much that harmed the movie. If you hadn't read the book, you didn't miss those pieces. Um, 
because most of them were just more details behind how things were done or the the the, the nature of them. Yeah, you know, at one point in the movie, I know he has a problem with one of the doors, and the doors were made with a certain life expectancy and they had to be used a certain number of times. And they go into great detail in the book to explain this, especially your first time through the doors and how they're being used. It has no relationship to it actually failing at any time. It's just a, a, a good information. And, he, and the, the writer was really good about doing that with a lot of things. He was good about doing that and explaining um, some of the the more gruesome elements of it, of handling waste matter and how it was handled, was was in the book was was truly handled in a in a much more gruesome style. You got to you know because you had to actually describe what was going on. Whereas in the movie, they kind of glossed over it and kind of um, um, didn't go into details. In the book, they also went into details. And each trip he made out, they went into the details of exactly how much food and how much water and how much chemicals and how he was going to go about making them. And, and, um, and in the movie, a lot of this was kind of glossed over. Uh, it reminded me of playing an old video game where, you know, you have some of the, the, the real-time strategy games where you go in and you have one magic mineral, which is the movie. It had one magic mineral, and, and that magic mineral was water um, or whatever the case may be. And then in, uh, you know, in, in this game or in that game, uh, let's say Ages of Empire 2, you had multiple minerals. Well, the book reminded me of, be, of the multiple minerals type thing, and the movie was a single mineral. Not that either one of them is necessarily bad, it's just the more, in my mind, the more detailed and the more um, made it seem more significant, made it seem more of a challenge when it came down to it, because in order to get to this chemical, he had to make this happen, and then he had to make that happen, and then he had to do this, and then he had to do that. Um, at one point, you know, the door, as I said, the door failed. If you're watching the movie, you know, he, he shows you the, the place where all his plants and stuff, where his potatoes were growing, and it, um, and you get the picture that it's kind of ruined, but in the book, they go into detail of exactly how um, how much of it was killed, what percentage of it would have been able to be recouped, if he would have had potatoes, and where could he have got the potatoes to reseed it. I mean, there was just, it went on and on and on and on, because there's a a technical difference between a potato that you can plant and that will grow, and one that's been frozen, that although is edible, may not or will not grow. Now, I don't claim to be a scientist. I don't really know the difference. But it was made very clear when you are reading the book which ones of them are true, which ones you could do, which ones you can't do, what he could do, what he couldn't do, and that kind of stuff. Now, getting into uh, the movie himself. So he, he's left there, of course. You know, there's a big hoop to do with, with NASA. And... Um, they don't, they don't know what's going on for quite a while. And um, apparently, 
they are initially dead set against even even scanning that sky because they know if they scan that sky with their satellites, if they scan that region of the planet, that his body will be exposed and based on the way the laws were created in order to get funding, those pictures had to be released to the public, which of course the press would have wanted to know because somebody had died. But then it ends up he's not dead and a bunch of hoop-de-doo goes on and of course you know the whole earth backs, gets behind him in his recovery and what's going on. Uh, there's several cute scenes where he uh, they say something about you know what are you doing and, and he and, uh, not telling you know the crew that he's still alive because he didn't want that crew to think that the, you know it was their fault that they left him behind and stuff. Well, they never told him, and so he got pissed off and said some some vulgar statements. And you know they're like, uh, please don't do that. You know you're you're on national uh, television and blah blah blah. And that's when he you know <laughs> made him very obvious of exactly what he thought of them not doing it. So. There was a lot of really magic moments just like that in this movie. Um, coming down to trying to figure out something I don't like about it. Um, you know, I, I, I honestly, I can't find anything about this movie that I don't like. Um, I, I thought traditionally I could say... Well, you know, it was didn't you know they took stuff out that they didn't that they had in the book and it didn't match and blah blah blah. Everything that was in the book could have happened. They just didn't show it in the movie. There was a lot of things that were abbreviated or just skipped because they weren't necessary to tell the story in lesser detail or more detail depending upon how you want to look at it when it comes to the big screen um, but that I, I can't even I can't even fault them there their selection of and still to this day I think that it's very difficult for me to review what's missing on my own because each time um, I, I think about different aspects of the movie. I'm like, oh yeah, well, what about this part, or what about that part? How did they handle this, and how did they handle? Because they never told you. Now, because I had read the book, I knew what had happened, so it didn't even find it missing. But the fact is, is that if I didn't know, it wasn't a significant problem because of the way they worked around it in the story. You didn't need to know. Um, now, it made the story better if you did know. Um, and this is one of those cases where if you've got the opportunity to read the book first, then go see the movie, absolutely do. Um, there's, you know, there's some cases that, that are that are very much like that, and then there's other cases where uh, this, it, it backfires on me, and, and reading the book first really destroys the movie, because you could enjoy the movie all by itself, but once you know the book, you can't enjoy it anymore. This isn't one of those times. This is, um, this is the time where the movie... Um, would give you the story in an hour and a half where the book would give you the story for days of enjoyment out of it and I prefer to have the days of enjoyment more than the hour and a half and then have the hour and a half afterwards you, although I do know what's going to happen there are enough differences to actually visually be able to see a lot of the things that happen um, so I, I honestly I can't think of a single thing that I didn't like about this story um, about any of it. They did 
a fantastic job on casting. They did a fantastic job on inter- interpreting from a book to a movie. They did a fantastic job on... Uh, Matt Damien is just... Just... Wow. Um, the... Um, I, I think that if I had to go into it a little bit, I may have I may have made the movie, and I don't even know how long the movie was. Um, it wasn't painfully long. I know that. And so if I had to pick something that was... That... Uh, about it that I didn't that I want to change or whatnot. I think that would be that might be it. I would extend it a little bit and put some more of these, a few more of these details. And it was okay. So it was a two hour and twenty four minute movie. And uh, I like long movies. I like lots of detail. I like the story to go on and on. I don't like the uh, I don't like nothing to be happening. But I wouldn't have had a problem if it had been a two-hour and fifty, a three-hour movie, and added all the little details that they left out because I don't think they did anything to detract from the story. Um, I think they only added to the authenticity of what was going on, um, and some of them missing uh, made it seem like knowing that story that maybe there was some gloss over done there. Um, I know there was rover trips that were just kind of skipped. I don't know. They were kind of assumed in the movie that, that actually took place in the in the thing. There was explanations of what he was doing and how he was doing it that you kind of just visually seeing him out, you know, driving a rover around and, and testing stuff, but you didn't understand what he was testing in the book. They explained, you know, that he was doing this and he was doing that. And I think some of that could have been done to make, to, to extend it. Although, you know, sometimes extending it like that just makes it seem slow and draggy. So, even arguing that isn't valid. I mean, this is an A, an A, an A movie all the way around. Um, I would say it's easily a 9. Um, it's, a, it's a very great... Um, 9 is just a great movie. A 9 is an interpretation of a book into a movie. And a, 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 a nine and, and a half on picking the right main cast member for the movie. There's a lot of ca- there's a lot of other cast in this movie that was good. Um, don't get me wrong. There was other people on the other um, on the ship that he came out with. There was other different people back in, you know, NASA. There was people that were, you know, spokesperson for this and for that. And and they were all okay. But Matt Damien stole the show here. This was his movie. This was about him. This was, this this just really was all there for it and for him. Um, You know, and it's one of these things where it's sad that Sometimes, you know, when you're doing a podcasting, you wish you had someone there just to bounce ideas off of each other because you know you're leaving out so much. There's so much good in this one. And I don't want to include a bunch of spoilers. And there's a, I could go through, you know, point-by-point point pieces that were left out. But the problem is then I'm, and I'm not only spoiling the movie, I'm spoiling 
the book and for those that have only seen the movie that decide that they you know based on this they want to read the book I could be destroying that also because that's that's a benefit it would be if you if you've only seen the movie reading the book would be wonderful also not not don't get me wrong only doing it that way I have a habit of doing it that way that doesn't mean it's the only way it would work uh, as a matter of fact I went back after I had gone and seen the movie and read the book again just um, because I enjoyed it so much so Based on all that, this is an easy, like I said, it's an easy nine. It's an easy nine, um, an easy nine of a book adaptation. It's a nine and a half for, um, the, uh, leading role casting. Um, and and Matt Damien's a, a ten. It, he really is. He's just a, fantastic in every aspect, from from getting pissed off and it being realistic to to and believable to being happy and thrilled and dancing to exploding um, ex- exploding things and the surprises of, of crap when it goes wrong and things not working out the way you want. Are you not anticipating all the elements of what you're doing? And, and that that is one thing that in the book was that a lot uh, I, I drew a lot of enjoyment from was the way there's only a few things you need to sustain life and there's a way to take a bunch of different chemicals and manipulate them from one element to the other to get to the elements that you actually need um you know, if you've got oxygen in a bottle and you got this, you know, you, you do that, you can make water, you do that, you can make this, you do that, you can make that. And so there was this, this wide range of, of science experiments that went on when you're, when you're watching this movie and even more so when you're reading the book because a lot of those details are involved. A plus all the way around. I enjoyed it. It was just, enjoyed it immensely. Um, if, if every movie was as well done as this one, Hollywood would be twice the size that they are now, uh, easily. This was an exceptionally well done um, movie, all the way around. Aces all the way around, and I think that if this kind of quality and this kind of, of storytelling and this kind of of, of imagination could be put into everything that they put out that so much um, greatness could come from it Um, and I know that's easier said than done Um, but you know that 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 being said uh, um, I think that's about it for this movie um on a on a different note, I do want to warn you: if you're thinking about going to see Hell Caesar, don't don't waste your money. Consider yourself safe that you haven't wasted any more time reading the name, because even doing that is a waste of time. That is probably um, the biggest waste of time of my life, and it would have been a waste of my time if I hadn't had to pay for it. Matter of fact, it would have been a waste of my time if only the time driving to the theater and home had been the time that was included in going to see it. It's, ho- it's, it's, it's horribly done. It's horribly written. 
Um, I mean, I can even remember saying to my wife on the way home, okay, tell me exactly one thing in that movie that you could remove that would change the story any whatsoever. And there isn't anything. You could delete any one or any single thing or any scene, and nothing in the movie would change from what it was before. As a matter of fact, you could delete the whole movie and nothing has changed. It, it just it, It's just a huge waste of time. Uh, it wasn't funny. It wasn't not funny. It wasn't a drama. It wasn't. It, there was nothing. There was nothing in it that, of, of any substance other than a bunch of random crap put together so that they could call a movie and throw a few characters in there that you knew to make you pay money to go see it. And I'm not even going to mention anyone's name because they're all a waste of time. The whole thing, the actors that are in it were in there for bait. They were ticket bait and nothing else. There is nothing in this 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 movie that uh, that that I could honestly say is worth spending your time to go see. Um, that's why I'm going to attach my that's why I attached my review to it to the end of Martian here so that as many people as possible hear it, and they don't actually have to go and look for it and see it in in uh, in, in the theater. Anyway, I appreciate you listening. Thanks for. Uh, for subscribing. I've noticed lately my subscriber base on, on both of my podcasts have jumped almost doubled in the last two months. Um, I thank you for that. I appreciate all of you listening. And um, as uh, as we continue to grow here and as I continue to, uh, to put new things out, I, I welcome your feedback. I welcome your emails. Um, Troy, I especially welcome yours. They're always a, a wonderful... Uh, insight to uh, things a that you point out that you that you catch that uh, that I don't uh, notice all the time and you always have wonderful suggestions of ideas um, I am going to go back in and uh, um, listen to that first one again because I am quite sure uh, that at least in one spot that I did say lightsaber uh, not lightsaber which I have a really, really bad habit of doing. And you've called me out on it a hundred times, and I still do it, but I very specifically remember saying lightsaber last time in that Star Wars podcast. I do not think that I said lightsaber. I hope I didn't anyway, and if I did, I apologize again, and I am striding to make that not ever happen again, but you know how it is. You get stuck on something that's stupid when you're a kid and you don't really realize it. And you grow up your whole life saying it over and over and over. And then you realize, well, that's stupid. Of course it's not a lifesaver. A lifesaver is a piece of candy with a circle with a hole in the middle. You got when you were a kid, got over a roll. You gave them out on Valentine's Day to kids or something. A life, a lightsaber is something in Star Wars you use to cut people and cut through doors and, and that, that a Jedi carries. So I understand the difference. Um, and uh, I do take that um, I do take that at, at heart when you say it and hopefully I uh, won't do it again I don't think there's any chance that that's going to happen but um, I'm sure that I will do it again it's just one of those things um, and yes I did spend a lot of time thinking about Star Wars and discussing it with other people um, I encourage all of you, if you if you haven't joined the uh, uh, one of the sci-fi groups around your town, I know I have one here in Palm Bay. I know there's one in uh, Sci-Fi FX in Dallas. I, enjoy, I encourage you to join them. 
to go out and talk with people. I do a lot of that here in, in Palm Bay with, with my friends and the one that I started back in Dallas I hear is still doing really well and they do a lot of it there. And um, that's where I get a lot of my discussions and talking with people. So please join us or join another group in your area that's like that or go out to meetup.com and um, feel free to join the Palm Bay one and ask for ask me for uh, advice or whatnot. I'll give you ideas of how to, how, how to grow it, how to, how to change it. Just write me at any time. You can get a hold of me on the website, scifijunk.com, scifijfx.com, matt at scifijfx or matt at scifijunk.com. Please feel free to write me anytime. And I will see you next time, wherever we happen to be, whether that's in the theater or whatnot. And Troy, I am looking forward to our next time together. I know we still got to think about uh, what we're going to finish um, with uh, Falling Skies. Sorry, I've been busy. And yes, you're right, I'm squeezing these in where I have time. Um, I'm doing this one on a uh, Monday night at probably around 10 o'clock at night and I uh, just got finished uh, printing a whole bunch of uh, TARDIS NASA mashup shirts and thought you know what I gotta make it I gotta do a podcast before I uh, call it a day quit so um, we will see you guys next time thanks for listening and again if you know somebody else that's interested please let them know we love to watch our readership or our listenership grow and uh growing, especially like it has the last few months is, is quite satisfying. Thanks again. Talk to you guys later. Have a good one.